without integrating landing pages into your strategy, um, users are often sent to generic landing pages or generic pages on your website, uh, such as PDPs, collections pages, home pages, et cetera. Um, these landing points often lack the messaging that resonates with the visitor at their specific stage of awareness. Hi everyone, my name is Romo Santiago and this is Experiment Nation, the podcast. On today's episode, we have a very special guest. Her name is Claire Moore from Splitbase. Claire, for those who don't know you, how about you introduce yourself? Hi, thanks for having me. I'm happy to be here. So I'm a senior optimization manager at Splitbase. I got started in CRO about five years ago uh, when I was working at another brand managing their whole online presence. So that involved doing web development um, as well as CRO. I realized after a couple of years of doing that, that I was less interested in becoming a really great developer and definitely interested in CRO. So that's what brought me here. Um, aside from that, when I'm not working, I'm usually outside hiking, cycling, uh, or skiing in the winter. Um, I'm a big outdoors gal. Well, it's great to have you on the show. Uh, before we move on, is there anything else that's going on in your life that you'd like to share with our followers? So lately, I've been getting really down and dirty with online quizzes, uh, particularly as part of optimization strategies to help clients create better ex user experiences for their websites, um, finding out what, ki what kinds of quizzes work, what doesn't, and how they can improve uh, performance and findability of products. Cool. So let's jump right into it. The topic for today is landing pages. Before we start, how about you share with us what a landing page is? So landing pages are, generally speaking, a page that users land on after clicking on a link to, in an email or an ad. What we're going to be talking about, or what I'm going to be talking about today, um, are standalone pages that are specifically designed to motivate, build trust, create urgency, and ultimately convert users. Um, they matter because when used correctly, they can significantly improve the effectiveness of ad campaigns um, and really maximize the ROI of ad spend. Okay, so now that we've covered what a landing page is, what happens when you don't integrate it into you know, your overall strategy? So without integrating landing pages into your strategy, um, users are often sent to generic landing pages or generic pages on your website. Uh, such as PDPs, collections pages, home pages, et cetera. Um, these landing points often lack the messaging that resonates with the visitor at their specific stage of awareness, um, as well as their needs and tailored to their acquisition source. So these like generic catch-all pages also can also distract users a lot um, by offering a lot of different directions instead of providing a clear path that's tailored towards their goals, um, which can, of course, result in lower conversion rates uh, and then wasted ad spend. This is Romo Santiago from Experiment Nation. Every week we share interviews with and conference sessions by our favorite conversion rate optimizers from around the world. So if you like this video, smash that like button and consider subscribing. It helps us a bunch. Now back to the episode. Great. So. <clears throat> You know, a lot of our listeners work in the e-com industry, myself included. Um, how should e-commerce companies or companies involved in e-commerce uh, leverage landing pages? What are the best practices? 
Yeah, so landing pages should be used as a first touch point after a user clicks on an ad or an email um, that provides a more contextualized and distraction-free experience. Uh, there are different types of landing pages that should be used in different circumstances, and I'll talk about those in a second. Um, these are the landing pages that we typically build at Splitbase um, and that are used for different campaigns. So the first one that I'll talk about is the classic hero. This is what people most commonly think of when they think landing page. Um, they're one of the most versatile kinds of landing pages uh, as they can be used for top, middle, and lower funnel campaigns. They typically focus on one hero product um, as well as its value and benefit. Uh, they build trust. They concisely explain how the product works while creating urgency to purchase. Um, and the CTAs on the page typically lead users directly to a cart or a checkout. Uh, the next type of landing page uh, is a listicle hero. Um, it's very similar to the classic hero in that it focuses on one product, um, but it typically lists out in five to seven points the benefits of that product. So um, it provides a little bit more information and a little bit more storytelling. So these pages work best for more uh, top or middle funnel campaigns. Um, they can be used in retargeting campaigns with the classic hero that I just mentioned. Um, an example topic for this type of page could be something like five reasons why dermatologists love this anti-aging serum. Uh, these landing pages typically will direct users either to a PDP or another page uh, that has a direct add to cart button. Then we have the collection hero. Uh, this page has pretty much all the same elements as the classic hero. Um, it's very product and benefit focused. It has trust, urgency um, elements, but it features multiple products of the same category. So that's really the, the main difference between this and the uh, classic hero. This uh, is typically most frequently used for clothing brands. Um, and the goal of the page is to help users find a product they like, uh, and they typically link directly to a product page um, or another classic hero. Um, uh, after that, we have the article or content advertorials. So here we're getting a little bit more higher funnel um, and more content heavy pages. So this is quite a bit different from the other landing page styles that I just mentioned. Uh, it most importantly does not look like a sales page. Uh, it's typically top of funnel um, and looks more like a blog article than anything. Uh, it's made up of shorter paragraphs. It starts with curiosity, aims to get people hooked by being relatable to the problem they're trying to solve. Um, an example could be that you've probably seen that will resonate with you. Um, it's after years of failing at fad diets, I tried H. Potter's magical weight loss potion for 12 hours and here's what happened, magical. Um, so these pages typically link to a PDP or a hero landing page instead of featuring the product directly on the page. Um, it can also be easily reworked into a listicle uh, style page. Then finally, we have the listicle advertorial. Uh, it's just like the listicle hero in that it's five to seven points in short paragraphs, um, but it's 
meant for slightly higher funnel traffic. So the content is less product and offer focused and instead focuses on educating users on the problem that the product solves. Uh, typically links to another page um, that has a direct add to cart or buy now button. So as you can see, landing pages create an optimized flow to help users convert um, and into customers or leads. Um, but of course, not all landing pages work and it really takes uh, you know, a solid strategy and optimization to make them work well for you. Now that we've covered all the things we should do with landing pages, what are some of the common mistakes? I'm sure you've run into a, a few of them over your career. Common misconception is that landing pages are one size fits all. Um, we find brands are often using the same landing page across every ad and stage of the funnel um, and traffic source um, or the same landing page template. Another common mistake that we see are landing pages that don't use voice of customer. Um, so often we find they're written in an overtly salesy tone or brand tone, um, and they often don't work as well because visitors can't relate to the content or identify with the issue to be solved. So can you, can you share with us some ways to improve our landing pages? Hmm. So my top three approaches to improving landing pages would be definitely number one is communicating with ads teams. Um, this is vital to the success of landing pages. Uh, so collaborating on ideas for pages and ads and making them work well together really improves the performance of campaigns. Um, as I just mentioned, using voice of customers, another huge one. So by conducting extensive user research, um, you can write copy that visitors relate to and helps motivate them to convert. And then finally, of course, experimentation. Uh, no landing page is one size fits all. Um, and only through continuous experimentation, A-B testing, um, both with the ads and the landing pages combinations, um, or on the, as well as on the landing pages themselves, can we know for sure that they're optimized. Claire, thank you for being on their show. Um, how can our followers reach out to you if they want to learn more? Uh, people can reach me either by email, uh, claire at splitbase.com, or through my LinkedIn. My name is Claire Moore, Moore with one O. Thank you, Claire. Thank you to our listeners. My name is Romo Santiago. This is Experiment Nation, the podcast. Catch you next time. Well, thank you so much for having me. That was great.